Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we're back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune is in the house for episode 280. And man, oh man, we've got a fantastic show coming for you guys tonight. I think we've got a great show. Uh, what we're going to do is listen to some video game tunes. We're gonna, uh, we've are gonna, we each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs, a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the fantastic Jesse Moore. And Jesse chose a fantastic theme for this week's episode. I'm I'm stamping that in advance. Jesse, you know, picking games for this, it's made me, it's a fantastic theme. So tell everybody what it is. <laughs> it's a anthropomorphic games, uh, basically games featuring characters that are not human things um, doing human things. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Like cool. you could have like a, a toaster that talks or like a car that dances or, you know, a bear that like, uses a machine gun or just you know things that you wouldn't see these things or animals acting like a human in real life but right in this game they are okay i was gonna say i do want to clarify like is it things that humans normally do or are capable of doing like if it's star fox they pilot spaceships humans don't usually pilot spaceships but they also talk true okay and gotcha. run around on two legs and wear pants. Yeah, yeah they have robot legs, by the way. Right. So I'm just making sure that I'm not going to get game over. That's all. Yeah. Wait, do most people run around on two legs? I never do that. I, well, Johnny, I, I really don't want to peer any further into your bizarre personal life. How many legs <laughs> do you have? That's why we call you Johnny Cheetah Regan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Johnny Five Legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I, I love this theme, man, because it's not just like, you know, the, the potential is limitless. It's not even yeah, just like animals acting like humans. It could be like I was looking up anthropomorphic things and like there's a lot of weird like Japanese stuff. Like there's games. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't pick it. But are you aware of this game that like your anime girls who are like manifestations of like Sega consoles? I've played one of those. They're weird. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know there's like a dimension Neptunia or something. Right. There's like a scrolling shooter where you play as cute anime girl World War II airplanes. Dope. (laughs) There's a a Switch game called, I think it's called Panty Fighter. And you're like, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. But actually, (laughs) you play as the pair of panties and you like walk around as panties and like you shoot and fight things as panties i think you yeah. fight other pairs of panties mm-hmm. yeah no the, the, there's a lot of potential out there a lot of a lot of weird shit uh, has been unearthed in getting ready for this theme so it's gonna be a good one man uh, we've got five fantastic games we've got a great fan request and uh, johnny i think we just gotta jump right into oh, it so we've got a voicemail 
Oh, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. We got a fantastic voicemail on our GTT voicemail hotline. Wow. Yeah. I love voicemails. Uh, yeah, we love it when you guys call us and interrupt the show. No. Hello and greetings from the video game Metal High Priest. I was told to call in today by my cat, which is highly unusual because usually my cat doesn't talk to me. I'm assuming it has something to do with the fact that this week's theme is anthropomorphic games. Anyways, my cat told me to wish the best of luck to Johnny tonight in his win. Hope you all have a great podcast. Well, well, all right, so, I'll take it. Thanks less for intrusive than I thought. Yeah, thank you. Um, That's our nicest yeah. voicemail yet. <laughs> yeah, you know, usually they really fuck with us or like you know hype themselves up a lot more. It seems you know, like masturbatory for them, but that that was good. That was nice. Remember um, when Alex would call up and be Family Guy characters? I do remember that. <laughs> we didn't play a lot of those on the show, but yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Johnny, uh, do as the animals do in this theme. Hop up on your hinders, put on your big boy pants, and uh, let's start game one. Game one.
All right, this game is um, in a series of 19 games, um, and this particular one is the first one to appear on Xbox um, consoles, um, this time this Xbox One and the Series S, and Windows PC, but it's the first time... Um, all the other games have been on other systems and stuff, but this is the first time in 19 games that it's been on these Microsoft products. All right, guys. I'm feeling very confident in my answer. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm happy. I am absolutely not. Let's see. Uh, Johnny has said Outrun 2006. That's incorrect. Um, David says Final Fantasy Xbox, now on Game Pass. That's incorrect. And um, John says Super Monkey Ball. Something. Something uh, that is also incorrect. This is Taiko no Tatsujin, the drum master. Oh. 
glow. So yeah, this is um, one of those Tyco drum games that are really fun. There have um, been 19 of these? Yeah. Like, I, I say that um, surprised because I know there have been several, but I thought there were maybe eight. Like, 19's a lot. Yeah. And, um... Playing it, I've always wanted to play it at uh, like Magfest because they always have a machine there, um, or like three, but they're always like a line every time, and like every time we were walking by the the um, music game section, I always saw people playing, and I was like, I don't want to wait, wait for that, you know. It's, uh, um, I don't want to wait, and also I, I don't, I wasn't too self conscious, but at the same time, like I don't want to just like walk up to a rhythm game and fail at it in front of like. <laughs> A bunch of Magfest ah, nerds. Like, no, nah, man, that's the best. I know it's not. I, I don't want to fucking like you know. Like a I, bunch I can of feel those nerds judging me, baby. They're all gonna like stand around you, be like, "Oh, look at this guy." Hey, like dude. if some other guy's playing Taiko Drum Master, and then I'm like, "Hey, man, let me uh, can I can I get in there for a second? And he's like, <clears throat> "All right," and he steps aside and you know, like just stands there and fucking watches me like shittily play it for the first time. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my big I've... Magfest like you know public fears that's the best I, man i've, I've played <laughs> I rhythm games like that. by myself at home and seen my performance i never want to play a rhythm game in public right like i'll play a little ddr every now and then but like i'm not trying to no. fucking like i don't know do it in front of a fucking audience i'm <laughs> not gonna like... play violin while you do it <laughs> Brother. I also like how <laughs> the one person out of us who played in a band is the one saying, "Yeah, I'll play a rhythm game in public." Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like it's, <laughs> it's there's so few opportunities where you get to be shitty at something in front of a lot of people. Usually, <laughs> to be no, shitty at something that is every day of my life. I yeah, have Johnny, many you know, We're on episode 280 of this show. <laughs> it's been live every week for six years. Every week at 9 p.m. Every single week. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no, like, I don't want to fuck up in front of a bunch of people. And I'm not saying I want to practice it and, you know, get good in front of a bunch of people. Like, Tyco Drum Master is the kind of thing I want to play at my local arcade when no one's paying any attention to me. <laughs> no, as soon so. as you play it, the music in the arcade stops. The owner, yeah. like, turns the, the open sign to closed. And everyone who's We got a drum air, master over oh, here! Like, yeah. <laughs> Sirens start going off. Master. <laughs> And then when uh, you like you fail, they look at you they're like, "We closed the store for you." You made us lock down the bank over that. You're like, "That's I didn't ask for any of that. I just yeah. put some quarters in." Um. So anyway, yeah. So this is, I guess, now on what Game Pass? Yes. And it's, so it's, it's really is fun. this, and it's fun despite you, I guess, playing with a controller. There's no drum. There's no Game Pass drum peripheral? There is a drum peripheral, and I'm very tempted to get it because it looks fun. But I have been what playing... What year is it? Controller. Who's making drum peripherals? Uh, Wait, you know, hold up. There's Namco? a drum peripheral, and it's not for Switch? They have, you just they blew have my a, mind. There's a new um, Tyco game for Switch as well, and it has a drum peripheral as well. So Okay, nope. good. If there and was that a ridiculous has, drum controller and it wasn't for Nintendo, I would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, before we even say anything of substance about the game, why was Magical Sound Shower in this game? Why was there Outrun music? <laughs> oh, well, the um, the second song I played was from Tekken 7, 
And the first song I played was from Klonoa. And um, I was so really those hoping are Namco David, games. Yeah, I was really hoping David and John were going to like perk their ears up when they heard those songs. But you know, Johnny alas. loves Tekken 7. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like yeah. that you picked something for each of us. I um, did. Yeah. And you know, an outrun was for Johnny. <laughs> going mm, back to it. Huge mistake. That, that first song did sound very Klonoa y. Like it was yeah. super happy and boppy. But since it's a Namco game, Why there's Sega? some like Namco songs in there. Um, let's see. There was some. There's some Undertale songs on there. There's Soul Calibur. Um, there's like this weird version of Last Christmas. It's not Ooh. the Wham version, so you could play it anytime and not get whammed. So. I'm sorry, Man. can we go I back to the Soul Calibur section? Because I want to play that fucking orchestral intense music on a plastic drum controller. Yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing. I mean, that's been a crossover that's been waiting to happen for years. Taiko Drum Master with characters from Soul Calibur. It's right there. Taki Drum Master. And I mean, yeah. to be fair, Drum Soul on Cal- those pointy boobs. <laughs> Soul Calibur 2, Voldo did have tambourines as a weapon. So. <laughs> yeah. It, it also has um, some anime music too. Like it has like Head Chala from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, it has one of the Naruto songs. I think it has the Evangelion song. Um, a bunch of cool stuff. Um, classical music. It's got a lot of fun music in the game. That's yeah, dope. Now, Again, though, so, so far the Outrun thing seems to be the Sega outlier. And is there like Sonic music or anything in it? I mean, like. How, Sega, um, how much Sega stuff did they fork over there? <laughs> let me see if I can get the sound the, the song. List. I'm not misremembering that. Outrun's still a Sega thing, right? Uh, I believe so. Oh, yeah, it definitely okay. is. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, just making sure. Because you know, I'm also thinking, like, man, if they wanted to just make a Taiko Drum Master game featuring like bopping ass '90s Sega music, that'd be the mm. shit. Like, you know, the whole Sonic CD soundtrack played in Taiko Drum Master. Sounds fucking delightful. Oh. Yeah. Let's see. As far as game music, there's uh, something from Scarlet Nexus, Tales of Arise, uh, two songs from Undertale, uh, uh, Katamari on the Rock main menu, um, Namco, Theme of Ryu, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Ace Combat Seven, Undying well, Legend from Soul Calibur. Unless it's Ryu Hayabusa and it's from no, it's from Street Fighter Five. Okay, yeah, that's definitely Capcom. Uh, mm-hmm. Tekken Seven, uh, Doom Noise from Gala the Legions. Um, Sweet. A song from Ridge Racer Type Four. Okay. Um, a, a lot of Namco. <laughs> well, it's a Namco game, so I know that's why I'm that's why I'm saying I want to know if there's any more Darius. Sega songs in it than just. Magical sound shower. I'm curious. <laughs> it looks like that's the only um, Sega thing, I guess. In, I mean, in fairness, it's a great inclusion. That's a fucking classic yeah. bop. Mm-hmm. That's but the- it, it just has me hankering for more Sega music, man. I'm you know I, I didn't grow up a Sega guy, but my VGM education has led me to realize Sega had some fucking bops, man. <laughs> like that, I want song- to bop them into a drum game. That uh, song would be the outrun liar. <laughs> I'm oh. not hitting the sound for that. That that was no, just awful. No, shit, the fucking game over something. Hey, but what's cool? Game over. That's the whole thing. <laughs> wow. You didn't even play your music yet. Um, um, the there's a song from Spirited Away. 
Whoa. Uh, Ooh, always dope. with me. Okay. Uh, there's a song from Castle in the Sky. So uh, they, they got into the Ghibli catalog. Oh my god! Do they have like? Oh man, do they have music from My Neighbor Totoro? I'm yeah. not seeing that. Because um, man, that with Totoro Drum Master, that's a fucking uh, game I can play with my son. Oh my god! He just imagine on his belly. But they're uh, supposed to be DLC and stuff, so they could add it. Hell yeah! I bet they will. But as anyway, as Mash walking a... in, like, where do you get this cat drum controller? Oh no, that's just my cat. Yeah, <laughs> I hooked him up to the system. He works though; it's great. <laughs> Turns out cats have yeah. USB ports. Yeah, <laughs> it's his butt. It's better for diagnostics, but, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> the anthropomorphic thing in this is the little drum person who has like arms and legs and a face and. He cheers you on while you play drums, which if you think about it, if he's a real drum person and like you're meant to hit him in the face a lot with sticks and he like, I guess, does he like that? He wants yeah, to be in the yeah. face a lot. Hey, this yeah. is game that tune. We're not here to kink shame. No, I'm exactly. not shaming. I'm just... And I'm certainly not kink shaming the cute little drum creature. Yeah. yeah. No way. There's a red one and a blue one. He looks, they look so happy. Very. Uh, yeah. They must love just taking shots to the face. I <sighs> see, but you know, so I mean, they're anthropomorphic in the sense that what they have faces. Because I mean, is that all it they takes to faces, anthropomorphize they, a drum? They like... dance around. They like um, you could dress them up. Like there's like an astronaut outfit, so I assume they can go into space. And that's mm -hmm. not like a a drum couldn't just go to space by itself. Yeah, <laughs> that would be very alarming. Be well, I mean, cool. the fact that a drum Where's requires an astronaut suit implies that the drum needs oxygen in yes. space. So yeah. the drum has lungs. Exactly, that's anthropomorphic, baby. Yeah, I, I do love those little drum guys. The they have them uh, in Tekken Seven as the most annoying like uh, costume items possible. Uh, you can you can unlock like fucking annoying little custom things. And one of them is literally just the little Tycho drum guy, like hovering over your character's shoulder. Oh. And it's like, this is just here to distract people. <laughs> like, I'm trying to play this fighting game and like win. And there's a little drum guy, like, freaking out next to him. And if you get KO'd, he like fucking taunts you a little bit. It's like, all right, little Tycho drum master, if you know, if I could press the button to hit you, you'd like it. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, cute little drumming bastards. <laughs> they're, well, I, they're great. I do want to ask Jesse, um, is this a challenging rhythm game? Like, is it possible yes. to play and enjoy this game if you don't have a sense of rhythm? Oh, asking for a friend, right, David? <laughs> I am asking for a friend. So <laughs> that friend is me. I generally play on somewhere between easy and normal, and um, there's just enough challenge to where I get just a little bit of sweat on my brow, but I finished the song and I've had a really good time. If I play anything past normal, I'm I'm very much uh, rolling the dice on my enjoyment because at that point, some songs like you try to play Megalovania on like medium, fuck oh, that. <laughs> you again I always love discovering that in like DDR it's like okay I think I can handle that one on you know I can go off light mode I can get up to like standard mode and it's like well maybe I can push it a little bit maybe I can go to the next level it's like no nah, I can't move my yeah. feet like that oh so the hubris 
Yeah. <laughs> I, you guys so, was... man, we have such different attitudes because there, there's nothing more fun to me than going to play an arcade rhythm game and just pick like the hardest difficulty and just suck ass in front of everybody and well, then yeah, leave. Okay, so we get it, Johnny. You're shameless. I, I was like talking about <laughs> just back in the day, like when everybody was convinced that you could play DDR for fitness in your fucking living room. It's like, all right, yeah, let me let me give that one a shot. Burn a few extra calories. Oh, look, I'm just tripping over my, you know, fucking mats that I bought on eBay and falling over. This is not good for a workout. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was me playing call. Guitar Hero when I got to, I think it was hard difficulty. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You want me to use all five buttons? Yeah. I only have four fingers. <laughs> what do you expect me to do here? Yeah. Mm -mm. No, thank you. But, uh... I don't feel like uh, so, uh, you know, not to go fully into the mechanics of Tycho Drum Master, but how many like buttons are there? Is it just like two? Yes. Um, okay, so you know, in that sense, it's like a little simpler than you know some of those other things. So it's just it's more at that point speed and whatnot. yeah, it's speed and rhythm, timing. Yes, you know. Yep, tempo. I know words that relate to music. Yeah. Yes. Um, that bass. I don't know. Sounds pretty accessible okay. to me, man. I, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. I'm gonna have to look into this drum peripheral because you know, I, I don't want to play that on a controller. I want to drum it. I want to yeah. slap it. You know, I'm gonna bop those drums. Oh, maybe you could wire up a bop it as a controller. No. <laughs> now, Johnny, uh, uh, you know you don't usually have good ideas. Hey, <laughs> but two. That is. Uh, <laughs> A continuation of that. That's not a very good idea. Moppet <laughs> famously has three functions, John. <laughs> like, if you have to drum a Moppet, but then also pull it for certain notes, no, it's it's all wrong. <laughs> well, I do that anyways. <laughs> I think I think you would pull it for the final notes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I can come, Just, master. <laughs> there it is. I can't wait to fucking put this uh, put this shit in the radio, like. Uh, yeah, more more rhythm games. This is gonna be good. I like. Yes, it. yeah. it's fun. Game two.
All right, guys. So uh, this game, it uh, it takes place over the course of four stages, although uh, the third and fourth stages are actually uh, pretty much just palette swaps of the first two stages. And due to its somewhat unusual control, screen, uh, control scheme, this game has never been ported to anything ever. feeling about that i think the trivia gave it away i bet it did david i bet it did <laughs> uh david says taiko drum arcade exclusive and man he's close uh johnny says sega sonic arcade which actually is a, a good guess because yes it's an arcade game with a bizarre control scheme but he's sadly incorrect and jesse has drawn a uh, a penis character with smiley face and arms uh, Jesse's that character have a name? Uh, Richard. Uh, yes. po Pokey. Pokey Johnson. Uh, <laughs> no, Jesse is uh, also sadly incorrect. No, yeah. this is an insane game that I know none of you have ever heard of. It's the Triple F, the first funky fighter. This game's fucking insane. Let me just go ahead and say it. You um, never saw this coming because you've never heard of it. You have no idea what this is. John, before you start describing this game to us and we begin this segment, I would like to take an opportunity to do something the three of us rarely get to do on this show. I would like to d directly quote you. John, I feel like I got a pretty good handle on what does and doesn't exist. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I didn't have any idea what I was talking about until just a couple of days ago, you know, working on pulling up research for this episode. And, uh, it, you know, it was listed deep in the list of games with, you know, anthropomorphic characters. I'm like, I'm sorry, the first funky fighter. Well, I have no idea what that is, but it sounds funky. So, you know, better take a look and uh, I'll be goddamn, guys. This is, whew, I never saw it coming. This is a Taito arcade game. Uh, it is described on a TV tropes. Someone describes it basically as whack-a-mole meets Fist of the North Star. Okay, I'm, I'm putting all my quarters in this machine. I'm listening. Holy hell. Yeah. 
So it's an arcade game where the screen is split up into nine squares and you have a cabinet with nine buttons. And things yes. appear in the squares and you hit the corresponding button and you kill whatever is in that square. <laughs> with your fists. With Literally with your fists. So you're playing as this guy, Randy. And, Randy. You know, oh, it may or may not take place in prehistory. I didn't really get a good read on it. But your girlfriend, Chris, is uh, kidnapped by, like, flying alligator monsters. Not again. And <laughs> you have to fight through stages of, like, anthropomorphic alligators and also sharks and get Chris back. And you punch the shit out of these animals. <laughs> oh, my God. This is awesome. So, I'm, I'm it's insane. <laughs> the TV tropes page for this game because that's where you referenced it. Um, and apparently, this game has a crocodile girl and a fish lady with oh, large breasts. Yeah. Okay. Well, you 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 jumped right to you know my fucking big horny point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So you're uh, you're punching things on the screen, and a lot of times it's so it's not like a fighting game or even like a. It's not even like a light gun shooter game, like a lethal enforcers, where like something comes on screen and attacks you, and you have a chance to lose. It's more like you're expected to hit a certain number of things in each stage in order to move on. And so, like you know, these shark creatures come at you, and, ah, they lunge at you, and these alligators they come on and they flex their big fucking pecs at you, and you just like punch their whole face off. And then at some point during each stage, there's like a there's like a mid boss, which is you know like a large alligator. Uh, or a large shark. And then there's a part where, yeah, instead of the like muscle-bound creatures, sexy alligator women come on. <laughs> and in, mm. when you punch them, you don't knock their faces off. You rip their clothes off, and their fucking big alligator teddies come flopping out. It's crazy, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, are we talking... Oh, God, this is... Big, go. David. Big. This is, and this is going with on the stars, soundboard. With star-shaped pasties over the nipples. They fucking okay. put some thought into these titties. Oh my I was going to ask, do you see yeah. alligator nipples? Oh, I mean, close enough. You it's punch a them. pretty, pretty graphic-ass pair of breasts. And yeah, you punch the fucking you know, alligator loincloth clean off of them, and they just like fall out. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. <laughs> what the fuck? fuck is this game i know i'm this like i can't picture any arcade in the world having this inside of it like can you imagine like some misinformed chuck e cheese getting this <laughs> like <laughs> I, are you sure the control scheme is the issue here <laughs> let's keep oh, it i didn't say it was an issue baby I, you know <laughs> it's uh it's one of the things that prohibits it from being ported to anything but also you yeah play it there's on a lot of yes a lot of alligator and fish titties <laughs> Like, um, this would be perfect for a touchscreen. Well, I yeah, can't but that's imagine too any horny, arcade Jesse. in He's the world fine. having this. I can't imagine any arcade in the Western Hemisphere. Right. I feel like Japan would be okay with this. Yeah, I, see, and I said, like, uh, maybe it ended up in a Chuck E. Cheese, because it's also a ticket game. You get tickets for playing <laughs> this game. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. So, so uh, keep winning. Just... So <laughs> you get you prizes get for punching these fish in the tits. <laughs> you get rewards for punching sharks and seeing alligator titties. Oh my god. 
Why? There's a game that keeps what on the giving. Fuck? How is skee-ball still around when this exists? Like, right, exactly. No. Why, you know, why is... And, I mean, to call it the first Funky Fighter is truly audacious, because, yes, it implies there would be another one. There was oh never God. another <laughs> I wish there would be. Bring that yeah, back. Yeah, me too. Like, I mean, there was clearly a never one... Uh, there was clearly never a second one because you can't top perfection. Seriously. I mean, like, it's it, it's one of the most insane things I've ever found in looking up stuff for the show. Like, you know, it's just, I, I watched a playthrough video of it. The whole playthrough took 12 minutes. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it's insane, man. That's $5 you ever spent. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, it's, you can win it just by continuing to dump quarters into it and yeah. winning more tickets. Like, you know, you, you can play this whole game and experience it, no problem. Like, uh, it, and again, it's only got four levels. It's got the alligator level, and then the shark level, and then a different colored alligator level, and a different <laughs> colored shark level. <laughs> and you know, it just—it's fucking great. You, now, uh, which colored alligators have the best titties? That and see, you know, I don't—I'm not—I wasn't really prepared to make a value judgment on the titties. That's the thing—I I love them all. <laughs> uh, Good yeah, I mean, love I'm all looking titties. At Oh, God. I'm All those reptilian and fish titties. Just... <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm looking at than... screenshots, and the, the fish and the alligator seem to have similarly sized titties. It's just the fish has them more exposed. Right. Oh, I mean, but they become exposed, David. Trust me. They come out. <laughs> you punch the clothes off the titties. <laughs> I guess what would, be, like... what, what, what would put it over in my book is, like, which titties are more scaly? Because nothing's better than a nice scaly pair of titties. <laughs> I really want them to feel good when I'm rubbing one way and then really rough the other way. <laughs> my hands will come back his pleasure. <laughs> my hands will come back bloody. <laughs> right. Well, I guess it would be scaled for his pleasure. <laughs> but yeah, so um, this is the craziest fucking game I've ever seen. Like, uh, yeah, I, I love everything about it. I mean, like, the graphics are gross and hideous. I mean, you're punching these fucking animals into nothing. Like, they're exploding. I mean, when you defeat the shark boss, you literally jam your hands in its mouth and rip it to pieces. It its guts crazy. explode everywhere. It looks awesome. Picture that in a fucking arcade. You're just, God. like, sitting there bopping buttons, and then a fucking shark explodes on screen. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to keep playing this. And then you go and get yourself, like, a piece of Laffy Taffy with your earnings. <laughs> like, sounds great. And a um, plastic spider. Yeah. It's again, a fake mustache. Again, John, I feel Chinese like... finger trap. I feel like I need to play your role on the show. What the fuck is this game? Like, why are you doing this? Right? Yeah, I'm baffled by it, baby. This, uh, you know, and it's Taito. I mean, like, they could have figured out a way to make this, like, kid-friendly. It could have Bubble Bobble characters or something in it. Or, like, you know, Bust-A-Move theme. But no. Punch it's, Bubble you know. Bob and Bob and rip them apart and blood. Yeah. Nice. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's how it started. Maybe secretly, you know, some guys at Taito hated Bob and Bob. What if we and they, punched those fucks to death? Yeah. And then they were like, "Well, I guess we probably shouldn't kill the mascots of the company. Yeah. Let's some, make these into savage it, monsters that kidnap someone's girlfriend." There's you some know, real also, missed opportunities. I think someone found my titty drawings. There's some real missed opportunities here because I would play the shit out of Taito Titty Master. Like, <laughs> for some reason, I, I was thinking of like. Punching Dig Dug to death, and that would be really fucked yeah. up. Ripping its skull off. I love <laughs> you, the idea. Mr. Driller. I love the idea of just like the Taito boardroom. Like, all right, we've done Space Invaders, we've done Bubble Bobble. What else can we come up with? I got an idea. Fish titties. Yeah. 
What about a game where you punch tits? Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm. Is that all you do? No. Also, there's blood and guts everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. From punching tits? I don't know. Punching tits? That sounds really violent. Well, they're not human tits. They're alligator tits. Yeah. All right, sold. we're sold. Yeah, you've done it again. <laughs> Have you been reading my diary? <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's also a two-player head-to-head version of the cabinet, which is really funny. Like, you know, with, so an 18-button fucking tit-popping cabinet. <laughs> I just, fuck? I would, uh, Can that be a this feels like the kind of thing I would love to encounter in MAGFest. Like, I want to fucking find this deep in the recesses of, like, you know, the dark arcade room at MAGFest. It's like, one of those guys doing it, it's like, oh, you don't want to go over there, man. They're playing the first funky fighter. It's like, <laughs> oh, that I will go fail at in front of a large crowd. That <laughs> like, uh, It's just uh, truly baffling, man. It's God. I just uh, found a new screenshot, and the crocodile lady is winking while holding her tit suggestively. Yes, like, David, what? watch me. Yeah, it, oh. it, you, I mean, seriously, you, you should all just take my advice and go fucking find the playthrough video that I watched of this. You'll, your jaw will just hit the floor as it goes on. Like it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I'm only disappointed in this game in the sense that. They it's could only enough. come up with two stages. Like, you beat up alligators, you beat up sharks, and then you do it again. Like, I kind of want to see you beat up other monsters. But they were just like, I don't know, we only got alligators and sharks. <laughs> like, you know, we gotta, <laughs> gotta get this thing out, baby. <laughs> Copy, paste, <laughs> make them red instead of green. Done. Four Little levels. Red <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, and, you know, I don't want to get into a discussion of like which creatures' titties I would like to see, but you know, I'm just saying like a Sasquatch <laughs> level would be pre- Sasquatch level would be really good. Uh, you know, something more in like a dinosaur setting. You know, like uh, you know, like a flying level, pterodactyl, or a giant bird person. Um, Medieval castle with a fucking dragon lady. Oh, dragons! Yes, uh, I'm you know, all or- in for dragon titties. Yep, I was again not talking about the titties, just talking about you know the monsters. You know. I'm um, all in for dragon monsters. What about like a panda? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. So yeah, I guess more you know, like the question is, mammals, yay or nay? Because then a the titties make a little more sense, and it's not as fantastical as it is with the reptiles. Well, the I face. guess the question oh, they could still be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is it a mammal with two titties or a mammal with like six titties? Like, do they Ooh. have six Ooh. giant titties? That's the challenge stage there, John. You got to hit the right (laughs) buttons for that. (laughs) God, could you imagine if there was like a Midwest stage where you had to fight a cow with eight titties? Oh my God, please. Takes up eight of the nine squares on the game. (laughs) What was it? Marshals of Moo Mesa? (laughs) Oh God. Um, But yeah, so um, this is uh, the weirdest fucking thing I've ever found. I'm really... Really glad that I stumbled upon that and Me decided too. to click that link and find out what the fuck this game was because it's just opened a whole new world of <laughs> insane fucking games Under that don't seat. exist and probably shouldn't have existed. <laughs> like, what the fuck were they thinking with this game, man? Uh, uh, yeah, really sad that we're never gonna get the second Funky Fighter. <laughs> man, one so. day. Yeah, we'll, maybe we'll start a letter writing campaign. You know, I bet we could buy this, guys. We you know, we don't really buy the rights to many things, but I bet you Taito would sell us the Funky Fighter franchise. Tony just bought Ring of Honor, and now we buy. That's got me inspired, man. You know, we're nearly as successful as AEW. We got a couple of billion in the Patreon bank. 
we'll buy the uh, the first Funky Fighter series and put out. I mean, we already have dinosaurs with titties.com. Oh, so it's right there. Yeah, we've been preparing for this, fellas. As the official Game That Tune treasurer, I can say we can do this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God, Johnny. Start drawing up the contracts. Jesse, start drawing up some titties. David. Wait, David's uh, the drawing person. But he's already handling the finances. I'm sorry. You've got to draw the titties on this one. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, guys, check back later. Episode 300. We're coming titties. with you know, a brand new arcade game. <laughs> game three.
Alright, so, in European releases of this game, uh, the introductory level was changed. The bottle that your character rides is made to look like glass and contains an SOS letter inside, removing the logo on the outside of the bottle. Uh, this was changed because this particular company uses a different mascot in Europe. All right, gentlemen, um, who has, oh, damn it, Johnny, I just checked your comment in the Discord. Um, who has their answers written? Sorry. <laughs> so, um... John says a game with no animal titties. He's technically correct. Um, Jesse has a drawing of a penis with titties. Sadly oh, incorrect. Uh, John Regan has the most correct answer. This is Cool Spot. Um, I do believe I said that John Harrington was technically correct. Yeah, I played I the two-win sound. Okay. Yeah, that, was just, that was two corrects. Okay, I wasn't uh, sure. I I don't want to point. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is Cool Spot. Uh, specifically, this is the Super Nintendo version. Uh-huh. Yeah, I played this on the Sega Genesis back in the day, and I remember thinking at the time, like, it was so cool uh, that 7-Up made a video game. <laughs> it's surprisingly not bad. Like, you would think the 7-Up video game would suck, but... It's a competent platformer. Well, um, it's not 7-Up the game, man. It's Cool Spot. Well, true. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, how much of the game is about 7-Up? 
It depends what version you're playing, because in the American and Japanese versions, um, you start the game by riding in on a 7-Up bottle, um, and then after collecting various other cool spots, you end the game by getting back to that 7-Up bottle. Um, but apparently, in Europe, uh, 7-Up is marketed with a just cartoon teenager named Fido Dido, um, so they had to change all of the bottles to be like glass bottles with SOS letters inside of them. Oh. And so Fido Dido is not an anthropomorphic character of some kind. It's just a human. I mean, he's a cartoony human, but he is just a human. I picture in dog ears with that name. Yeah. You would think that. And a nice it's... set of titties and a song about, uh, you know, that gets featured in Eminem song. I don't need to ask you why. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, Dude, okay. Fido Dido has activated some things within me. Yeah, just, ooh, Dido with some dog ears. Um, but yeah, as soon as Jesse chose this theme of anthropomorphic games, my immediate reaction was Cool Spot because this is the most anthropomorphic game I could think of because you literally play as a humanized dot. Yeah, circle. You're, yeah. you're a red dot with arms and legs and eyeballs going around shooting soda bubbles at enemies. Now, wait a minute. Eyeballs? Or is he wearing a sick-ass, like, Squirtle Squad pair of shades? He is wearing a sick-ass um, pair of shades, but underneath that shades, he does have little black beady eyes. Mm, okay. So they tried to humanize a fucking dot. And that to me, I was like, that's that's the theme of this episode. Listen, man, they did a great job. I remember being captivated by that mascot back in the day. Yeah. Seven up, man. It was the uncola. I don't know what that means. I still don't know what that means. You know, it's funny that you say that because the bonus levels, you would collect various letters and the letters would either spell Virgin, which was uh, the name of the company that produced this game, Virgin Interactive. It was the description of the guy playing it. <laughs> <laughs> or you, it would spell Uncola because that was the slogan at the time. I'm glad this game was made by Virgin Interactive. <laughs> yeah, otherwise it'd be real weird. <laughs> if the only other time that would make sense is if you're playing like the Hocus Pocus video game. Because the fact that the kids of Virgin comes up a lot in that fucking movie. Oh, it does. You're right, John. They hammer that pretty hard. Yeah, you know, people still hammer that as an insult. I still see that hurled around on the internet. It's very strange. Yeah. That's a weird insult. Yeah, it is. Yeah, especially among like adults. Yeah, hey, virgin. <laughs> let's, let's just all respect the fact that we're nerds and we've had sex. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, can we can we dispense with the uh, the virgin insults? Like, come on, we're, we're nerds arguing in our thirties. Who's who's calling each other a virgin? Come Speak on. Speak for yourself, virgin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a real virgin ass thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Only a virgin would say that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I smell a virgin in here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so God. anyway, this um, guy ain't fucking. <laughs> 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 Let's get him. So see, for for some reason, that version sounds so much more crude. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a Dying. fine line between you're a virgin and you ain't fucking. <laughs> it's the same oh. thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to clown on all middle schoolers from here on out. Yes. <laughs> just, just drive by school kids. Y'all ain't fucking. God, just, just drive past the middle school with your window rolled down. Y'all ain't fucking. 
man. Yeah, uh, implying I'm allowed within that many feet of a middle school. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so... Cool anyway, spot the 7-Up game. <laughs> cool Spot is a virgin, right? You know, I don't know, because on the one hand, um, he's super, like, suave and cool, so you would imagine he gets all the ladies. He's compensating but on the for other something. Hand, he's compensating like, for the fact that he's a circle with no dick. <laughs> Yeah, do, he they, is, did, do you ever see his dick in the game? <laughs> he is a red spot, so it kind of looks like a hymen. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, that's what you say when you walk up to him. Hi, man! <laughs> John, uh, you went there, so I blame yeah. you. Okay. I, I did go there. I, I'm not a virgin. I did go to the hymen. Um... <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, kind of similar to last week's episode, I'm trying to pull us back on track. Um, with I want to Michael talk about Jordan, the time I broke my hymen. <laughs> with Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City, like, this game gets a bad rap because people assume it's just a shitty cash-in, but actually it's a pretty fun game. Like, yeah, it's a standard platformer. You're going around, you're trying to collect other dots to rescue them um your main attack is shooting soda bubbles and you can shoot them in all directions um the game has got some like creative enemies there's a level where there are mice who are like hurling cheese at you the mm. first level you wind up on a beach and you're like shooting hermit crabs with soda bubbles like it's a charming fun game yeah it seems like animal and i Specifically chose the um, Super Nintendo version because that soundtrack was composed by Tommy Telrico, close uh, personal friend of the show. Yes. Um, Did you I hear can't believe we're not getting all that console. money we invested in the Amico back. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, patrons. We've secretly been using all your money to fund the Amico, and it's not working out. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, this Fuck was yeah. this was a... It's a fun game, and also, like, what a weird fucking mascot. Like, hey, yeah. we've got our logo. It's got a red dot in it. Let's turn that dot into a human. Like, mm -hmm. what? I, you know, weren't there other, like, you know, f snack food tie-in games happening around this time? Like, didn't they make a Chester Cheetah game? They made a I Chester mean, Cheetah game. They made a Yo Noid game around yeah. the same time. How's this stack up to Yo Noid? Like, was this also, like, a... Yonoid was like a palette swap of like an actual existing like Japanese game. So they didn't do that with Cool Spot. They actually just made his own game, right? Yes. Um, and I have never played the Yonoid game or the Chester Cheetah game, but mm. I feel confident saying this is better than both. All right. What about McDonald's Treasureland Adventure? Yeah. Or McKids. Never oh, played. Oh, yeah. It? MC Kids. That's a good one. Never played either of those. This mm. is better than both of them. Sneak King. See, that's actually that's one that I might you know want to dispute. I think we should do like a head-to-head -head stream, Cool Spot versus McDonald Treasure Lane Adventure, because that game's actually pretty fun too, and it's one of the most confusing. You, you know, a game where you're actually playing as Ronald McDonald, an anthropomorphized clown. Um, I think well, that's I, just a clown. I, you know, no clowns aren't human, but they do have human-like characteristics. <laughs> Um, and yeah, you're like running around and blasting magic out of yourself. It's, uh, it's really weird to take on the role of Ronald McDonald's thing. Like, you know, there's so few things that define Ronald McDonald as a character that when you get to play as him, it's like, I guess we could do 
fucking anything we want with this game. He could blast magic sparkles out and fly to the moon, couldn't he? <laughs> as long as we get some fucking fry kids in here at some point, everybody's going to be happy. There are certain things that define Ronald McDonald as a character. He's a clown. He's, a clown. He's friendly. He gives food. He has a house. Um, he, he was a weatherman. Like women? Is that what the Ronald McDonald house is? No, I think it's for like sick kids. It's for like sick yeah, kids. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes way more sense than battered women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whose house was I thinking of? <laughs> oh, God. Um, Hubbard house. I almost made a really horrible joke, but I stopped myself. Can you imagine that there's two different Ronald McDonald houses? One that's for sick kids, another for like fucking women on the run from their spouses. Like, he said he still McLoved me. Yeah. God, yeah, just, no, just you go to the wrong Ronald one. McDonald that would be awkward. Counseling. <laughs> yeah. Kid walks. You don't into need any man, sweetheart. You're here now. Uh, uh. Go sit next to Grimace. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, cool spot. <laughs> cool spot. David, you can't get us on track, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, I think John just checked the Twitter DMs. Um, cool spot was a fun game. <laughs> it was. That's, that's all I really and, have to say. Oh. You know, I, I, one last thing, David. Would you say that the game was cool? I would say that, yes. I would say it was cool, and I would say it hit the spot. Game four. <laughs> that should be on the box.
right, guys. So a review of Nintendo Power for this game uh, concluded that uh, Ubisoft has used shape-shifting wisely to create a clever adventure that feels like a unique experience and not like a Pokemon ripoff. You guys got some answers for me? Yes. Sure, why not? You find that hat trick button real quick. Alright, so <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> so David said Ubisoft Pokemon ripoff, which is pretty close. Jesse drew is that a dick clown with a hamburger yeah. or a salad? Is he holding a salad no, and also it's a dick? A, a cream pie. <laughs> it's a pie to throw at somebody. God, and, and then the other he's holding um um, a, balloon. a balloon animal dick. Oh yeah, my god, that's amazing. And he's got a little squirt flower right there. And then John said Animorphs, which is correct. <laughs> this is Animorphs for the Game Boy Color, and it is it is basically a Pokemon ripoff. Uh, it's a RPG. I'm... <clears throat> and you have to build your collection of morphs that you can morph into throughout the game, similar to choosing a Pokemon for your battles. Right, um, I was going to say, like, you know, I don't recall much about Animorphs, but I don't remember it being about them catching animals. They turned, it was teenagers that turned into animals, right? It That's was, what I was going to say. I was like, please explain how this is a Pokemon ripoff, because in Pokemon, <laughs> you collect six different Pokemon that you use to battle, and in Animorphs, there's five teenagers that turn into animals. Like, yes. that's very different. So you collect morphs by fighting animals, which sounds terrible. It, it does. Because yeah, in the, Mega so, Man, their powers. As a quick refresher, in in the books, uh, one of the kids just had to touch one of the animals, and they would get their DNA and then could turn into Touched. the animal. Uh, and what if you punch their tits? <laughs> you, would, you would make physical that, contact and contact. get their DNA. But in this game, you have to actually win a fight against said animal, and you can't fight as a human. You have to turn, like, you start off with one morph, like a dog. So you gotta turn to a dog and then bite the monkey or whatever you're fighting, and then once you defeat that monkey, monkey you can turn into a monkey. Uh, Okay, so then, 
makes it seem a little bit better because I thought you just started off as a human and like right. human versus bear, you're not going to win. Like well, there's no a, way that but, you can morph into a bear. But if you touch the bear and turn into the bear, yeah, that's well, yeah. But about. in this game, you have to beat it in a fight, yeah. and I am not going to yeah. beat a bear in a fight. Right, but see, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. So, Johnny, is there any me. is there any justification given for actually attacking the animals? Like, are the animals being controlled in some way? No, you, you just actually, roll up on them and start. Do you not actually harm any animals? I'm confused because it sounds to me like a game in which humans are beating up animals, and then. You turn into an animal, so the optics are a little better of animal versus animal. But at the same time, you're still a human in an animal body beating up animals. No, you're 100% right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> did, did you not read the Animorphs books? That's I did exact, not. <laughs> that's exactly what happened, except in the books, instead of fighting animals, you fought aliens. Right. You See, I thought that's what Animorphs was. I thought they, like, I thought it was, like, you know, more... Like, they would turn into animals to, I don't know, spy on conspiracies or something. Like, you know, like sneak around as a cat. So, or like fly as a bird. That kind of thing. So in this game, you do have to... <laughs> like, certain animals let you get past certain obstacles. Um, like, in the first level, you gotta break into the zoo and there's a crack in the wall and it's about the size of a snake. So you gotta go find and beat up a snake and then you can turn into oh the God. snake and go through the wall. Um, that I understand. That makes sense. <laughs> you also, you do have random alien encounters. So in addition to like running into mm. an animal and having to fight it, like you'll just randomly run into aliens, you know. And uh, again, there, there's no justification like, hey, these aliens, they actually have also taken the form of belligerent animals. You have to just beat up animals in order to become them and fight aliens. I well, they wouldn't be able to take over like take the form of belligerent animals because only certain aliens could morph there's uh, a species of alien i can't remember their names but they were like blue centaurs with scorpion tails that could morph and they were the ones that like taught the humans the main animals were like giant hulking beasts with like snake heads okay. um <clears throat> so now, hold on. Here's my I question. was super into animorphs no, when they, I was a kid. If you're a blue centaur with a scorpion tail, why would you want to morph? <laughs> so, okay, so David's like 90% there. Um, David forgot one part, which is that the main, the bad guy aliens are... Oh, these, they're like, the brain slugs. They're brain slugs that take over things. Um, wow. That's And there was like the most deadly... Johnny, I'm sorry for cutting you off. but No, like, guys, the most, please bicker with each other and cut each most, other off and try and get each other... You know, wrong game over. The most <laughs> deadly, like, enemy of the Animorphs was a brain slug that managed to get into the body of one of the morphing aliens. So it was a brain slug that could actually morph. Yes, mm. and the the alien the the shape shifting aliens are called like Andalites or something like that. And then and... I think the slugs were like Yerks or Yeeks yep. or something like that. Yep. Yeah, Y E E R K S Yerks. I'm telling you, I read, like, the first 15 Animorphs books. Oh, dude. I was super into this series. The Scholastic Book Fair was the Animorphs Book Fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Book Force coming, I'm coming home with more Animorphs books. Like, God. Because there was also, there was there was the main character, Jake. There was a, a black girl whose name I can't remember, but she had a crush on Jake. There was a blonde Carla. girl. Um, there was um, the Mexican guy. I think his name was Marco. Marco. And then there was Tobias, who morphed into a hawk. 
yeah. but he got stuck in the form of a hawk. So he was just a hawk hanging out with four teenagers. In the first book. So yeah, there's there's a rule that you cannot be morphed for more than two hours, otherwise you're stuck as that morph forever. Um, and so in the first book, Tobias gets stuck as a hawk wearing a Timex watch. That is burning my memory for the rest of my life for some reason. <laughs> that and they made... I think it was Nickelodeon. So, they did a live action series based off Animorphs. And um, God, what's his name? He played Iceman in the X-Men movies. He was Jake. He was like the main character. And it was like his first role. What is that guy's name? Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore. Yeah. Handsome early 2000s kid. And uh, I remember being pissed look. watching the Nickelodeon live action show because when they showed the like aliens and the Andalusians. It is not what I imagined how they looked in the books. And suddenly like I connected with everybody in the future who was really into Harry Potter watching the movies. Like that's not what I thought was going to happen. Like, Oh, that's what that feels like. Mm. Yeah. This game is pretty bad. Um, it, Cause it is just, it's basically just a Pokemon ripoff. Cause you're, you're po <laughs> instead of Pokemon, you clicked Morse. Um, and How I many watched... morphs are there? Like 150, 151. <laughs> Did you do the morph rap? No, there's, there's 45 morphs. There's a few mini games. Um, and then Ubisoft, like in a press release, announced that they're going to have some kind of cool feature where if you, you could uh, unlock features in other Ubisoft games by using your Game Boy's infrared port. And, and they said, like, how do you know what's going to happen? Well, looks like you'll need two Game Boy Colors, you know, and two copies of the game. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Nobody's yeah, doing no, that. Yeah, no, you got to tell people what the feature is. You yeah. can't just expect them to go out and find out themselves. And then as far as I could tell, they never implemented it. I was going to say, what was the feature? <laughs> but then I watched a, a playthrough video where a guy got this, you know, to get in the zoo, he gets a snake power up. But then as soon as he gets a snake, he gets attacked by an alien. He tries to fight the alien as the snake, and he loses. And when you lose, you lose that morph. So then he's like, shit, well, I need the snake to get in this hole. So he goes back to where the snake was. The snake is gone. He, he just, he couldn't progress. Like, that was it. He was done. Like, he, like, soft-locked the game, could not make any forward progress. He just had to restart the whole thing. Wow. So that, that's particularly shitty that you can get in that that's scenario. Bad design there. I, I like that. You know, you don't get a game over. You're just stuck in purgatory. <laughs> like, uh, hmm. Weird. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty weird game. The music was, I thought, though, was very interesting. Uh, there's a lot. I liked all that pitch bendy stuff it was doing, <laughs> where it's sliding between notes. You know, I I, I dig that a lot. I thought it was pretty Did cool. You get music. a composer on this? Um, I God, you know, what I had to pull up. It was somebody that like doesn't have a Wikipedia article linked. Um, Randy Wilson is the composer on this. Randy. <laughs> Good, uh, good music, Randy, yep. whoever you are. Now, okay, you know, last thing. I am now seeing that this is indeed just like fucking Pokemon. Like, there's the screen, and it's like a Pokemon battle, but Animorphs. Yeah. Um, also, the cover of this. Who's this lion woman? Like, half lion, half teenage girl. Uh, what, what's, the, what's the story here? I don't... Oh. I honestly don't recall. I remember all the books were... All the art for all the books was somebody morphing into something, you know? Right, of course. Rachel. Oh, like, Rachel. Yeah, this is... She was like the Jake's sister. She was like the, the main female. She was the blonde girl that I was talking about. And I think in the books, her main... Because in the books, every character had 
like different morphs that they went into um and they had different like battle modes and it was basically like vicious animals that they would go into and i think that hers was actually a tiger mm. instead of a lion i know i remember marco was a gorilla somebody was a um like a bear like a grizzly bear um but yeah uh rachel who i think was a tiger yeah, on the cover of the game she's the uh, like half lion half girl and it's not a particularly good look on like either side like it doesn't really it doesn't look like an intimidating lion or anything like it doesn't look particularly cool she's kind of making like a face and yeah it's just i don't know it doesn't really uh doesn't really scream out like oh you should definitely play this high ass game though i, I my final follow up question could this possibly be the only game that has on the cover the words Scholastic Presents? <laughs> it might be. Uh, like, you know. This is a game presented by books? I'm sure. No, I, I recall having like Arthur books on CD-ROM on my Mac back in the day. You know, some of those edutainment yeah. titles. True that. But okay, so but like console game, Game Boy Color. You know, like, this might I be the first like one that's not trying to teach game. you something. I don't right. know. We'll have to go back and check Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on NES. <laughs> Maybe that was presented by Scholastic. Yeah. You know, I think more book publishers should probably get into shitty game making with Ubisoft. I think that should happen. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to play Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just been waiting for like uh, you know the Phoenix Wright style to kill a mockingbird for a long time. Oh my God. And Not going to lie. I would play the fuck out of that. Yeah, man. <laughs> We we already you know, like everybody's read that book. You don't need to play a game of it. But now that I think about it, Atticus Finch is an anime character. You know, possibly him in maximum like daddy form. Like mm. Gregory Peck already a bit of a legendary daddy. That's that's <laughs> daddy already. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so. like the biggest understatement I've ever heard. Uh, what we need is Gregory Peck morphing into a bear. Oh man. Mm. Or you know, like an eagle with a fucking watch on. No, no, bear. Those who know, know. It's not a subtle point you're making, David. <laughs> um, man, Johnny, what the fuck? What a what a weird pick. I'm yeah. surprised to learn this even it, like exists at all. So yes, in the in the same episode where we had first final fury, this is a weird pick. Yeah, no, this, this episode is really panning out pretty fucking weird. <laughs> so, you know, it can't possibly get yet. weirder for, uh, there's no way it ends weirder than that. We have a perfectly normal Game 5 coming up right now, right? Oh, actually, I decided it's been a while since we've had a uh, little VGM threesome. VGM threesome. <gasps> VGM threesome. <sighs> VGM threesome. <sighs> I feel like you got to do the full explanation. You got to remind people. You got to do the full spiel on no. how the uh, VGM threesome came to exist. So, one day, we had uh, TL Foster on the show, and um, I guess he there was a misunderstanding with the rules of the game, and instead of picking one game and three songs, he picked three games and one song each, and we were like, that was actually kind of fun. So, um. The requests were kind of iffy this week, and I was like, Burn. <laughs> I'll just get three of these out of the way, and uh, we'll go from there. Um, so we're going to, I think I should do the trivia first for the 
That'd be easier. Because then you can think about the trivia while the song is playing. Mm. Yeah, I think that's, right. the, that's the play. So, so this is uh, Tasty's uh, request. And for this game, um, originally there was a fearsome whale man in this game. And um, it was there to prove a point that they couldn't use water in the game. It was some weird gag. And um, in the alpha version of the game, this whale man is still there in like a form of a statue. Yeah, guys. Again, this is a Tasty's pick. All right. Johnny says Outrun 2006. Wrong. David says Mega Man X5. Wrong. John Don't says Nuke the Whales. That's not a game. That's a Simpsons joke. Wrong. <laughs> this is Overgrowth. not do that for every one of these <laughs> yeah it'll take forever yeah so the, the request channel's been cleaned out there are no hints available that's gonna be a lot of a lot of adam's family has it already fuck yeah i did that like two days ago um <laughs> no so, um, overgrowth i've never played but i watched some videos and it's very interesting you you play as a like kung fu rabbit man and basically you just like go around and i'm assuming just beat the fuck out of other rabbit people and like dog people and fox people and it's like the anti animal crossing um the it's got an incredible physics engine that i guess will break the game a lot too it it looked like it could be very hilarious you know like punching people and people going flying in the air and stuff and a lot of brutal kills and stuff it's 
it's a wild looking game. Sounds dope. Yeah, it's, it's this looks neat. Um, but yeah, it's just like kung fu rabbits beating people up. You know, weird physics. That's huh. yeah. Yeah, it sounds I interesting. It's a sequel to a previous game that also was about a rabbit. Um, look at that. It's a game called Lugaru, the rabbit's foot. <gasps> I remember Lugaru. I played that. I was <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, I got that in the Humble Bumble like 10 years ago. <laughs> like, Damn, oh, Johnny, okay. we should have well, let you pick the request. You would have gotten all up in the Lugaru. I love talking about love that game. Whenever we talk about something that Johnny has played, because he gets so excited. Right. Yeah, he can't fake it. Like, he's either played something or he hasn't. So... Yeah, no, I remember, about these things. I remember Lugaru was like when like there are all these cool <laughs> indie games coming out. Like you had, you know, like as opposed and to what, John? He's either played it or he hasn't. What middle ground is there? I'm lying about having played it. <laughs> <laughs> he simply cannot disguise like he can't, you know, bullshit his way through something. Yeah. You know when he's played something. He's very, very earnest yeah. when he has played something. And yeah, I remember Lugaru being really cool with its whole fighting system, and I I never really played the full Lugaru. I only played like a demo that came out that was just like, because I, you know, I bought it on the Humble Bundle, I never actually played the goddamn full final version. I played like this demo of it two years before the final one came out. Um, and yeah, you ran around as a rabbit beating the shit out of things, and it was, it was awesome. It was, it was great. Um, yeah, it was there any kind of story or plot? I don't know. <laughs> also, yeah, you, know, you play as a rabbit with a bow staff, which is pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what plot you need past that. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> so that's 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 interesting that they kept working on it. And came up with like a sequel. Very cool. I'm I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. check this one out. You should, John. Yeah, go back to the world of Lugaru. <laughs> yeah. That's all, all right, I gotta um, say on this. Yeah, yeah just there's not really much more to say about it. So. Um, we'll go to the next game, which is from, uh, Taylor. And this game was so popular, it had to stop selling physical and digital copies of it for a short period of time.
All right, let's see some answers. I think the trivia gave it away. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Johnny said Lugaru. That's incorrect. Uh, David said Dragon Quest Three. That's incorrect. John says Final Fantasy Fourteen and Walker. That is correct. Come to the oh, radio yeah. sometime, David. You know, I would if my company didn't block it. That's fucked. We Fuck have a company. solution for that. It's called the Alt Radio page. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> my I don't know if my company actually blocks it. That's just my convenient excuse to why I don't go to it while I'm at work. <laughs> just I mean, seriously, David, you're already you. Be the you that plays fucking video game music in the office. <laughs> you're already you. Hang on. Is that accurate? We yeah, might I'm need to check that. Yeah, I don't know how you are around the office. I don't know if you're trying to project some, you know, authoritative, uh, you know, lie to everybody. But <laughs> trying like, to project just, some know. kind of nod virgin energy. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to we... lie, we did create a Spotify <laughs> playlist where everybody could contribute songs. And I did add some um, one-ups covers of Mario Kart and Mario Odyssey. Courtesy mm-hmm. of Mustin, close personal friend of the show. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. Now just put on GTT radio at work. <laughs> It'll be mostly Final Fantasy music. It's very agreeable. There's a lot of that music in the radio catalog because people really like this game. I, you know, I assume that people like this game. Jesse, you know, do people like Final Fantasy 14? Um, yeah, I'd say a lot of people seem to like this game considering they had to stop the sales because uh, yeah, they were just too many damn people. Like so, why would you standard do that? Question. They, their servers, I think, couldn't handle yeah. the influx of new users. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like standard, literally, the game got too uh, popular. <laughs> standard question about Final Fantasy: Is this the one with lightning? Um, technically, yes, because there was a crossover event where you'll be sometimes you'll just be fighting a battle, and all of a sudden, lightning like will teleport next to you and start fighting and the music start changes to the final fantasy 13 music it's That's really dope. kick-ass okay the fact that you said technically yes makes me think the answer is no but he did explain why the answer is yes yeah. <laughs> so. she shows up and fights with you, she, you okay know, she is from final fantasy 13 this is final fantasy 14 however she will for some reason appear she's like the mysterious stranger in fallout she shows up to your battles sometimes <laughs> Now the question that I care about: Does Terra appear? Um, whew, I'm not sure because there Pass. might be reference to her. Because I know you get Magitek armor. There's a lot of other references to Final Fantasy VI. Final Fantasy XIV is basically just like, hey, let's put every fun thing from Final Fantasy in this game, mm-hmm. and it's really really freaking great if you want to now here's a question do uh tifa or Aerith show up in final fantasy 14 oh man um i don't i don't know i don't think so um maybe they're they're clothes or something Mm. i don't play as much as i wish i did does robert pattinson show up and debate about you know which one of them he would rather get get together with. Did you guys see? Did, oh. You didn't see this clip. 
Okay. <laughs> I was sitting there, it's like, wait, when did Batman show up yeah. in Final Fantasy? Batman, current Batman Robert Pattinson was doing a press tour, and he ended up somehow having to explain the love triangle between Cloud and Aerith and fucking Tifa. <laughs> and his, like, co-star, fucking Lenny Kravitz's daughter, is just sitting there like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and you can tell, like, he earnestly, like, grew up playing the game. I'm like, that's the difference between, like, a guy that grew up in a somewhat normal upbringing and a girl that grew up like the parent with parents who were like a rock star and a fucking supermodel. Like she was just too busy going to the mall and being popular. He was actually playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Good. Uh, yeah. I, I get some more respect for Robert Pattinson off that clip. He's a nerd. <laughs> I, yeah. I like the idea that she was looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? Not because she had zero context, but because she clearly had an answer. It's like, it's Tifa. Why yeah. is this a debate for you? Like, that would have been that would have been the better ending to the clip. Yeah, it, I, it was uh, it was a funny clip either way. Uh, I'm glad they're asking him all the important questions. Exactly. You know, it's good that they're asking Batman the hard questions. <laughs> like, do you like Final Fantasy VII? And did you like the girls? <laughs> yeah, you know, great job. Um, but yeah, so um, I didn't know Final Fantasy had Anthro homomorphized characters um I well mean, technically huh. the moogles i mean like, true there's also like the enemy like a cactar is a basically walking around cactus mm. that has a face and see all. that's the problem I, I made that statement while only thinking about playable characters i did not yeah. consider all the enemies that are bizarre uh, however yeah, so there there's a walking silly cactus i i'm into it there are uh cat people you can play as cat people and um in this latest expansion, they added the ability to make bunny people, like the um. Oh, the Viera. Like yeah, like from Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, so, I was about to say, cool. it's like, wait, did Final Fantasy XIV introduce something from Final Fantasy XII? Yes. Good. Because <laughs> like, you know, maybe wait, you want to talk about <laughs> what they reference you know, things like, I find sexy, sexy so bunny much. lady from Final Fantasy XII. Yes. Well, there's a difference between reference and introduce. So. Yeah. That's like, true. So you you can just make your own bunny man in this? Yeah, or bunny girl, Good. bunny man, oh, yeah, bunny sorry. girl. Yeah, there's lion bunny, people Final too now, um, and there's little rabbit people too. You could be a little rabbit. So, all our forms of rabbits are being entertained in this game. Is there a word for a baby bunny or rabbit? Uh, bun bun. Honestly, just think about it, like you know, like uh, cub or puppy or kitten. Kitten. What's the word for a small rabbit? Hmm. I'm looking it up now. Let's see here. Term for kittens. baby. Baby kittens? rabbits are actually referred to as kittens. Sometimes oh, referred to as kits or kitties, but the proper name is kitten. <laughs> that that's seems like it's weird. bound to cause confusion. So they need to fix that. Yeah. So one of these character classes is going to need to fight its way like fight the other one out of the game it's good you know there can be cat people or rabbit people and they're gonna fight over what their kids can be called oh, man. kittens yeah. well my character was a cat boy so i guess i'm pro cat hmm i don't know about that jesse see like you know I, i'm typically pro cat but now these sexy rabbit people are showing up i i might go with the things that make me you know i don't know horny <laughs> so yeah now, if you had said you were a cat woman, then like top tier Batman level horny, and therefore you could be a cat woman. See, 
I don't yeah. know, John. I think that alligator titty punching <laughs> game really messed you up. Like, yeah. I can't look at an animal character if they're not making me horny. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to be looking at a lot of animal characters from here on out, guys. <laughs> it's, yeah. You should watch Oof. Zootopia after this. Brother, if you think I haven't watched Zootopia. Uh, guys, oh, no, watch it again with a, f- I, a fresh I, new... <laughs> I fall asleep to Zootopia every night. <laughs> Or because it's right there in my spank bank. <laughs> you can start watching that uh, uncomfortable anime B stars with the um, the wolf and the rabbit, and like the rabbit wants to give the uh, wolf a blowjob, and he's all like, "No, I'm so embarrassed." What? Are you, are you <laughs> sure you're anime. not just talking about my Zootopia fan fiction? No, it's uh, that's <laughs> oh, it's an anime on Netflix. B stars. It's on Netflix. Yeah, go for it. Jeez. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'll decide later what kind of sexy uh, kitten I'm gonna be. But uh, we should probably wrap up this fucking yep. gym threesome. All right, we got we got another one. This one is from the Link Floyd. All right, this game was primarily inspired by the Crystal Method song "Trip Like I Do." comic dude uh johnny says okay no um dave david says no and john said 
Final <laughs> 14 and Walker, no. This Just see, I like how you said David says trip like a... No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, American McGee's Alice. Oh, it is. Oh. Yeah. And uh, first off, who is American McGee? Very good question. I've always wondered that. I guess he's some like game guy who used to work for uh, id Software or something. Um, From what I understand, just based on the small little things that I've gathered, he's like Tim Burton in that he's done a handful of projects and they all just take cute, happy things and make them weird and twisted, like... Alice in Wonderland, but on more drugs. Yeah. I just remember yeah, this is games being advertised Burton. in the early 2000s as like American McGee's Grimm and American McGee's Alice and thinking like, who the fuck puts their name on a game? And then, I, you know, I was like, oh, George that's Romero. Some, it's just some dumb, you know, made up name, like just a, you know, like some fucking made-up thing they're presenting it as. No, apparently there really is a man named American McGee. I found his Wikipedia page and that's his name. That's really an unfortunate name. I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. Can you imagine your first name being American? I was always born an American. <laughs> like, especially it, living in America? Yeah. I, You know, I, I just assumed that was a name he gave himself later in life. Like, no, that's what his parents named him. He was born American. Yeah. Born American McGee. Like, you know, I, I don't like to, you know, laugh at people's names. I'm not laughing at the name. It just it feels like a fucking unfortunate name. Like, you know, and McGee is a last name. Like, I, you know, I don't that's, know. That's the most. Like, it sounds made up. <laughs> What's well, like the most like game show presenter name imaginable. Right. But like a parody of a game show presenter from like a fucking like a movie from the early 90s. Like, you know. I'm American McGee, and this is, you know, all you can eat, the game show. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, American McGee is definitely the name of, like, a side character in an Adam Sandler film. Right. Like, <laughs> so yeah, Specifically yeah. one where Adam Sandler is playing a character from another country. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it, yeah. <laughs> American McGee was definitely in Zohan. <laughs> it, it, it's weird because around this time, a lot of these video game people were putting their names on games like the John Romero Daikatana or right. Sid Meier's still does it yeah. Daikatana yeah, Tyler Perry does it all the time what fucking video game has Tyler Perry made John <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid no 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 we're not moving on to the next segment we're not, John, we're not doing one until you improvise a Tyler Perry game has Tyler Perry put his name on yeah Tyler Perry's Medea's Family Christmas the game I don't know I got sure. nothing I, sure. I I should have thought that through before I said it you Sorry, really should have we don't usually hold your feet to the fire but yeah. <laughs> today if you're gonna invoke Tyler Perry on this show man you gotta be prepared to fucking back it up baby I don't have uh, many nerves but when you hit one of them I'm gonna fucking call you of out. course the <laughs> Tyler Perry is one of them of course Taylor in the chat comes up with the best answer Tyler Perry's American McGee's Alice yes <laughs> yeah, that was way better than yours yeah Ugh. Ugh. um but yeah so this is a PC I mean, are these like point-and-click games? These American McGee? No, or something, it's like or? a, 
weird like 3D like they wanted to make a like a quake type game but in third person and without all like the science fiction stuff so they're right. like well what if we just did quake but it's Alice in Wonderland and mm. so you've got like the crazy looking rabbit the Cheshire cat looks crazy you've got uh, the Mad Hatter obviously looks ridiculous like it's so all you, like this twisted you, dark world are you telling me that Alice Little gets a rail gun that'd be pretty um, dope I don't think she no she has like a knife and stuff like she's stabbing a lot of people with like a butcher knife it's fucked up cool yeah just seems like you know these are very of a time and they were trying to just like kind of laser target the hot topic crowd like let's just take Alice in Wonderland and make it a little more twisted <laughs> yeah so uh, that, that crystal method song was awesome let's make it exactly yeah yeah, and I, I still miss how that. I mean, uh, you know, I guess Alice in Wonderland is a trippy story, so it's a Crystal Method song. You know, I just can't see there being much of a connection between the two. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like Alice in Wonderland is more of a shroom story. You just kind of like go from place to place and trip out. Like it's not a Crystal Meth type story. Right. But yeah. Well, it's, the band uh, is different than the drug, I think. That's true. Yeah, David, are you talking about the the drug, the crystal method, or are you talking about the band, the crystal method? <laughs> For legal purposes, the band. <laughs> cool. Uh, God, what a blunder yeah. that was. That's how you yeah. meant to just listen to crystal method. Yeah, I meant to yeah. listen to the, the name of the game, but instead I got high on crystal method. <laughs> <laughs> so you got some crystal method? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I watched that music video where the guy just has a big nose for a face, but instead yeah. I smoked a bunch of meth. <laughs> so I Terrible mistake I made stuff. in 11th grade. <laughs> now, oh, are we going to watch the Crystal Method video now that after I smoked that stuff? No, yeah. the stuff was the Crystal Method. What? <laughs> Whoa. What a, David, you... Oh, man. People need to know. We we got to start that side fucking podcast where David explains all his crazy drug use stories from high school. Yeah, mom, it happened again. I need you to come pick me up. <laughs> I'm out in the middle of the marsh. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I thought I was going to be listening to music, and now my teeth hurt. I was going to go. You can't on go over to John Harrington's house ever again. <laughs> this keeps I was going to go on a different tangent, but this is much more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. David. Uh. You know, has many hardcore Matthew stories. You know, mostly mistakes. Uh. Or accidents. Mostly. Are there any Matthew stories that aren't mistakes? I, yeah, I'm sure there's a few. I'm sure that some people have good stories of it. I mean, you know, why would so many people keep using it if it didn't do some good? Yeah, it I must don't be know. fun. Also, yeah, exactly. please, please make one of the episode tags Matthew stories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, David, you've got a ton of them, man. That's the new, you know, new Patreon exclusive coming from David. Yeah. Yeah. SEO, here we come. Yeah, is that, David the Method Man. Is that? Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought the name of the Patreon exclusive oh. was coming for David. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's no, uh, no, no, no. That's our OnlyFans tier, not our Patreon right. tier. God, just you guys. It's gonna be great, guys. So, um, 
Cool. Anyway, uh, American McGee, real person. Alice, yeah. uh, less real. David's Matthews, all too real. <laughs> um, David's Matthews, debatable. Yeah. You know I what else is real? Then? Oh, what? A lightning round. Oh, I was going to say my name. Lightning round! I don't know, David. I've seen a lightning round. All right. Um, for ten points... <laughs> ten points? <laughs> what? This is for everybody. Everybody write down your answer. Oh, shit. And Wait, then what? you're going to show them. All right. Besides the theme, what other thing uh, ties all three of these games together? Fuck, I wasn't paying attention. Got it. Actually, I was joking, but I, I'm confident I have the correct answer. All right, let's see. Oh, David said Jesse picked them. That's kind of right, but that's obviously not right. And uh, Johnny and John have the right answers. Rabbits, although the Johnnies were a little sexier. Yeah, Johnny, I'm, he editorialized a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, Jesse, who else picked the games for the fan requests? Well, technically, uh, behind the scenes, John helped me, so you didn't put Jesse and No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Faye, baby, I didn't do anything here. This is all surprises. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of rabbits in this week's requests. Good picks. A lot, of, a lot of real sexy uh, characters here. Been a good, uh, good night for that. A lot of... I guess we can't be surprised that anthropomorphic characters turned into a real sexy episode. I, you know, I would <laughs> say, like, oh, that surprised me. No, no, yif, we were yif, all yif, yif. going straight to the titties. Yif, yif, yif. I literally picked a game starring a fucking dot. Yeah. yeah. A sexy dot. Great... <laughs> Great, real cool sexy dot, dot man. Yeah. You said it yourself. He's he's cool. He's suave. He's sexy. Yeah. A dot fox. Yeah. You just can't escape it, man. It's that animal magnetism. Cool spot. Um. Anyway, Johnny, it's official. It's time for the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Space. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is John Harrington. Hell yeah, it sure is. Good job. Yeah, I, I would act surprised, but Jesse spilled the beans that I helped him with the lightning round and the uh, you know fan request. So, you know, wow, we. Nobody uh, I wants cannot... to f- fuck rabbits more than John Harrington. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's. Uh... I was hoping this episode didn't awaken anything in me, and here we are, wide awake. <laughs> so. I love when I can catch John unaware by something, because that's when we hear the, hey, yeah, hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> calling him, calling out my uh, fucking activities on the show a little bit too much tonight, Jeez. David. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. Um, but no, honestly, this wind did, it did catch me off guard, because... Uh, 
you know, I, I don't know. I hadn't planned on winning. I figured David was the horny animal guy amongst the group, so I figured he was going to win. <laughs> um, I mean, that's but uh, you know, I, I I have to come up with a theme on you know, basically on the fly. And you know, we've been talking about. Ah, no, see, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to do that because I, I was going to say, like, you know, my last theme I did was cities. I don't want to do another location-based theme. So, I'm trying Instead to think, of we, cities, oh, titties. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, I'm, yeah, I got titties on the brain, but then you know, I'm thinking cities, and then I'm thinking things that tie into you know, like the next episode number, that kind of thing. You know, the next episode's two eighty one. That's the fucking area code for Houston. Maybe Texas games. Maybe fucking you know, America games. Um, Costa Rican maybe, games. Games with yeah, oil. Game, games that take place in an area code. Um, <laughs> no. I don't feel like doing any of that. So, you know, I kind of feel like we should just kind of, I don't know, kind of keep the uh, keep the horny momentum going and just two sexy games next week. <laughs> sexy games, okay. Yeah. It, you know, as sexy as you want to be. We can do a two-live crew style, baby, as nasty as we want to be. We can, uh, I'm not declaring it like next week fucking, you know, adult games, but like they're not off limits. I'd say, uh, Guys, let's get sexy. You know, John, cool. I'm... We always do the show after dark anyway, so... Yeah. John, Is there going to be a shirtless show? Oh, absolutely. Starting now. John, <laughs> I'm 100% behind you, and I realize I'm saying this while you have your headphones off, but... Isn't every episode with us sexy games? Yes. So... You're gonna have to really think hard on this one, David. It's it's gonna be good. Johnny, you uh, you good on sexy? Yeah, I'm good on sexy. Good. Hold on, get, I gotta take my Where headphones off for a second here. Nah, I mean it's okay. Nobody wants to see it. <laughs> I mean, if you're Nobody's gonna do it, you gotta have the flair to it. Come on, guys. Please. For oh, a live yeah. show. Present to your audience. Come on. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, fellas. Next week. Even sexier than this week. And this week featured literally punching titties. <laughs> so, you know, step your games up. Let's, uh, you know, let's get sexy. There it goes. Ooh, David. It's a hell of a set of nips you got there, pal. Um, Thank you. Yeah, man. What a show it's going to be. Sexy games. Get your requests in, you fucking horn dogs. Sorry that you already requested Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker, all you leave, rabbit loving guys. <laughs> leave sexy voicemails. Yes, Ooh, please yes, do. please do. Your best Get up uh, all, like all penthouse up in diaries. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, God, My we should do next week for like down. in a taxi cab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do some confessions. Um, GTT bus. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fake gave that to taxi. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to head down to Miami. We're going to hop in the van and <laughs> drive around, listen to some video game music. It's gonna be good. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, implying that's sexy. Money. 
strangers. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what a show it's going to be. And what a show it's been this week. Thank you guys so much for uh, for being here. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody checking us out in podcast form. We appreciate you guys listening there. We're at Patreon or we're at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. We appreciate you listening in podcast form. Uh, we love everybody checking out Patreon. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We've got covered up mixtapes, uh, Game That Tune gems. We just did another fantastic movie night with Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Uh, anybody that subscribes to Patreon gets VIP access to the movie nights, and we love you guys hanging out with us for that. And we love you guys uh, supporting the 24-7 video game music live stream at twitch.tv slash GTT radio. So much going on at Patreon, and we appreciate you guys supporting us. Uh, special shout out to our Patreon absurd fans, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, and Akadar, a fantastic group of patrons that we have there. Uh, Jesse, you took all three requests this week. Thank those requesters again. It was uh, Tasty, Taylor, and the Link Floyd in our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Great, great group of fucking fans we got there. Thank you for those requests. Uh, you know, make your requests uh, in our Discord server. That's the best way to do it, where you can hit us up via email or find us on Twitter at GameThatTune. And, you know, I, I, we've always been promoting our Twitter handles here, and Twitter fucking sucks. So I'm just going to say, seriously, uh, check the show notes for the Discord link. Come hang out with us in Discord. It's a much better place to hang out with us and fucking, you know, interact than Twitter is. So we're not going to be promoting Twitter handles on the show anymore. Come join us in Discord. We would love to see you. And uh, we're going to go out tonight with my bonus tunes. Um, I've been, uh, you know, feeling sexy. And, you know, like I said, my, my VGM, uh, you know, experiences led me to get real sexy with some cool ass fucking Sega music from the 90s. Nothing puts me in a more sexy mood than Stardust Speedway. And I'm thinking it's going to be a good future in Japan. Stardust Speedway, G Mix, JP, my bonus tunes this week. We love you guys. Peace out, everybody.
Taiko no Tatsujin Taiko Drum Master is copyright 2022 Namco Bandai Games. The First Funky Fighter is copyright 1993 Taito Corporation. Cool Spot is copyright 1993 Virgin Interactive Entertainment. Animorphs is copyright 2000 Scholastic Publishing and Ubisoft. Overgrowth is copyright 2017 Wolfire Games. Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker is copyright 2021 Square Enix. American McGee's Alice is copyright 2000 Rogue Entertainment and Electronic Arts. But that alligator titty puncher game, that's our Sistine Chapel. Like, I don't know how you follow that up. That's what I'm saying. I'm a we little can, worried now. We like, just I, end the I, show. I double down on it by doing, like, sexy games next week. But it's like, guys, I can't beat nine-button arcade digital whack-a-mole with animal titties. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. to be fair, we didn't think we were going to top Dick Boss. And here we True. are. True. Nobody tops Dick <laughs> Boss. You bought no, him, yeah. boss. Exactly. He's, the yeah. top. <laughs> He's always the top, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm hilarious.